0: Hello there and welcome to the Natalie and Dennis show
1: podcast. Podcast. This is our second podcast. The first one, I almost broke down. Like I had a little mini panic attack, not a panic attack. I've had a panic attack and that was not close, but (laughs) gosh, it got to me. The lighting, the you, like it just kind of, it felt very real.
0: It felt extremely real. Um, Definitely first episode jitters, but they are gone. Welcome to episode two. of the Natalie and Dennis show.
1: And I just want to say, if you miss episode one, check it out because I confess something to Dennis that I really should have kept a secret. So if you're interested in that, it'll be linked somewhere.
0: It was a wild surprise (laughs) that I definitely was not expecting. But we have a really great episode today where we're going to talk about some topics that we actually did talk about in episode one as well. We're going to go deeper into them, including sexism on YouTube. And whether you believe that that is actually real and is going on right now. There are some training videos online that I wanted to share with you. We're not going to actually watch them, but I will explain to you and you can give me your topics. And then we have some fun trivia questions and stuff later down.
1: Let's do it. Actually, that kind of, I have a topic as well. Sure, yeah. That very much goes in line with um, like sexism, if you will.
0: Whoa, okay.
1: So the topic is, what is the most triggering thing a woman has said to you?
0: Oh, so
1: I will let you think on that while I read some responses of what people oh, said. OK,
0: OK, I want to hear it.
1: OK, first girlfriend I ever had told me I was just a placeholder until something better came along.
0: Damn did, did
1: wonders for my already shit self-esteem. I mean, can you imagine that? Very rude. Another person said she compared me to her ex-boyfriend of four years at the time saying I want a Lamborghini something exciting and fun. And you're like a Prius, the safe <laughs> choice. But if I go get a Lamborghini and crash, then I know the Prius won't take me back.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. That is intense. You know, I've never been like, you know, told negative things usually. Like That's it's, awesome. it's weird. Not right? even on YouTube? No, I don't. I know. I don't experience a lot of hate. You know, I'm not usually in the limelight. I'm kind of like, just kind of like background.
1: But has anything ever really offended you that somebody has said to you that you can think of top of mind?
0: I mean, recently you told me that your mom thought I had a fat ass. (laughs) (laughs) That offended me. (laughs) I was like, what?
1: But that's when you were like 30 pounds over what you are now.
0: You know, body shaming is a thing for both women and for men. And that's why I mentioned
1: like, well, I mean, she, I wasn't going to sugarcoat you. We were talking yes. for real and she was like, I don't know why that came up, but I told you that. And yeah, I noticed that you got offended by that, <laughs> but you don't have like a fat. I mean, you still have a fat ass. No,
0: I, I get offended when people directly talk to me about my appearance. I see. So that offends me. Um, you know, if I'm fat, I'm fat. I get it. Like I'm not fat right now. Currently but I've lost it not a lot subjective? of weight. Yeah, I guess. But that, you that know. hurt, man.
1: You know what hurt me once that you told me? Tell me. Because when I think about what's ever, what's triggered me, mm. it's one thing you told me, which you is called you crazy. Yeah. Is
0: that that one time? Why you know? didn't you
1: let me say? Because uh, I had
0: to, I had to, I had to jump in. Go ahead.
1: When we first started dating, I don't know what was going on, but Dennis was like, you're such a prude. And I didn't know what that meant. But I knew that was a bad thing. So if we look up the definition of prude. You have
0: this ready.
1: (laughs) No, I don't really have it ready.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Well, what would you define
0: prude as? I would say prude is someone who is not, you know, in the know about a lot of sexual terms or sexual things.
1: (laughs) Okay, this is a definition of prude. A person who is or claims to be easily shocked by matters related to sex
0: or nudity. Nudity nudity
1: Nudity. what the hell (laughs) (laughs) it's it's their second podcast
0: okay but let me ask you then do you feel like you are a prude person in terms of like anything related to sex
1: i definitely feel like before sure the definition would fit me before Mm -hmm. but i would say more so naive i think when somebody's calling you a prude it just like kind of lowers you like esteem wise (laughs) i'm like why the frick am i a prude you know it's like uh, you know what i mean
0: It offended me. So you just meant, you just said you're ignorant.
1: I wasn't ignorant. (laughs) I would
0: say ignorant, naive and prudish all kind of go together. It's about lacking understanding or, or knowledge in terms of something.
1: It's not knowledge or.
0: No, because prude is also someone who's like old enough to be something and has maybe experienced things, but is like this about sex, you know, like, Mm -hmm. no, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to know about it. It's like,
1: so why did you call me a prude? Like, do you remember what led you to that I think assumption?
0: I think the whole topic of like sexual things might've been a little intense for you and you kind of avoided that conversation sometimes. Sure. So then I said, th- I called you a prude. And I look, obviously it offended you. If I was like, how yeah. long ago was that?
1: It was like our first year of dating. I always just remember that. I don't know why it really stuck Damn. Like, it out to me. Another comment that kind of offended me, not from you, but... From just like a random ass stranger. And I don't know why. It was this guy that. Remember that guy from Target? Like that rando guy? Oh, that random guy, yeah. So every time I would see him, he would just say something rude about me. Like one time he was like, oh, I couldn't even recognize you. Damn. Like what the hell is that supposed to mean? I don't know. I was like, okay, like why i think know? it
0: defends more when it's like one of those background characters in your life that like barely even That's interact why. with you. i was
1: like what the frick it's like Anyways. Im- imagine
0: you go to like dunkin donuts and like you're consistently there and then one day they're just like what happened to you
1: yes <laughs> <It's> exactly like, <laughs> yeah yeah and you know i don't know why this relates to that in my mind but it reminds me a lot of when my sister was pregnant yeah i remember that something she would get so offended by is whenever people were like oh Angelica, you look so big right Mm. now, right? And in my eyes, I started learning the etiquette of like, what do you say to a pregnant woman? Like, don't tell her she looks big. Why? She's already going through a lot of changes in her life. It's the word big. So you want to be like, Oh my God, your bump looks amazing or (laughs) you're glowing, you know, but not like, girl, you are big. Like, you don't want to do that to a pregnant woman. Damn. They're already hormonal, everything.
0: You know, it's difficult because, okay, not everybody goes through that phase of pregnancy. And so like knowing that there's nuances and terms that with that go along with pregnancy is like, is a whole new world. Well, you that's why I'm
1: saying. There was a lot of things I didn't know. Wow. Even to the point of like when she was about to give birth. Oh my God. When she was about to give birth. Yeah. I remember that people asking her when she was going to give birth really triggered her. Mm. And for good reason, which now leads me to think whenever I'm pregnant, I'm not going to tell people my due date because the last thing I want is somebody texting me. Is the baby here yet? Like, that doesn't happen like that. It's kind of like, I, I gotta say naturally. that
0: leads me to just in general, just people asking questions about like, pregnancy. everything is annoying.
1: Like when just are you going to have
0: kids? When are you going to have kids? When are you going to get married? When are you going to have a boyfriend? When are you going to have anything? Right. Cause you brought up yesterday how Latin parents are like, don't have a boyfriend up until like what age? Like 18. So,
1: so this is, this was my dad all my life. Okay. Yeah. Don't look at a guy. You're my baby. You're like, don't date around. And then the moment you're like 25, usually immigrant parents are like, are you not going to get married? Like when are you going to get married? Like, When we, are you going to have kids? you are you going to have grandkids? So it's like this instant shift.
0: Yeah. Um. So, but they only really give you like a pocket of time in order to do everything.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: That shift is intense.
1: But going off of that, I just wanted to mention how is it, would, would the word be private? I don't know. People are when it comes to when are you going to have kids? Like straight up. I have been in a room full of my family members and I have like a random ass uncle be like, so Natalie, ¿cuando vas a tener hijos? And
0: Natalie I'm like, when are you going to have kids?
1: Yeah. When are you going to have kids? Mm-hmm. But like straight up and not like everybody looks at me and then I'm like, what the heck? It genuinely feels like I'm being attacked. And I don't know why I feel like that. Maybe it's just a personal thing, but
0: I feel like it's a rude question. I don't like it. Um, I don't want anyone to ask me questions ever about anything like that because like, okay. I understand that. Family reunions happen ever so often. It's every couple months. Mm-hmm. And so like, but it's always the same people that ask the same questions.
1: Exactly. Right? And I'm like, I thought I gave you a nasty face the first time. So stop asking me this time. You yeah. Know? My, my, re- get it.
0: my response, you know, my response now, it's yeah. like, someone says, when are you going to have kids? I'm like, tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> I just say that every time now. And like,
1: I love when you say that. Cause I'm like, then they shut up. They're like, Oh,
0: it's like, I'm going to go do her okay (laughs) tonight right now let me just go and make babies right now yeah like what do they want right
1: i gotta say the terminology do her i don't
0: like that you plow, it makes whatever. me sound like an object, well, which whatever. I'm not. Come on. You're just being picky right now. <laughs> no, I'm you, not don't picky. you don't care. You don't care. No, I don't like that. All right. Moving into the intro. Hit me with some song, though. Yeah, I need some music. I need to be peppy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, How was your week, Natalie? I want to know, what have you been up to? What matters in your life right now?
1: What have I been up to? Well, I'm currently planning... Something very important for someone.
0: which you blurted it out?
1: In the last episode. Okay, but moving on
0: past that. Something else. Something, something else, else that's important uh, in your life.
1: Oh, God. I mean, I, I feel like I'm getting back to the gym. I ate a lot this Thanksgiving. I know, but that, that's kind of outdated by the time we post this.
0: <laughs> Why don't you tell me something that's in your life? I mean, my life has been interesting recently because of the whole knee issue hopefully getting better by this point whenever this podcast is out um and just i don't know staying fit getting strong as hell Mm -hmm. you know that that actually leads into my actual question which is leading up is work-life balance understanding each other and whatever but life has been great recently i've really been very happy every time we go to bed at night i tell you (laughs) how happy i am with life yeah you know i just radiate just chillness dennis is a
1: very calm person like I feel that, I don't know if we balance each other out, but I definitely feel like we are opposites in that way. You're very relaxed. You're very go with the flow. You are quick to adapt. Mm. Whereas I'm the total opposite. I need structure. I'm a little bit on edge all the time. I'm a little bit nervous at times. So I feel like sometimes it is hard <laughs> to, have, <laughs> to have you be so relaxed because I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but- have you ever been really scared to do like a presentation? Right. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden you are feeling the room and you notice other people are nervous. Yeah. It almost like takes away the nerves. No, (laughs) it happens to me. It does really. Yes. Whereas I'm like, Oh, other people are nervous. You know, maybe I'm not going to be that nervous. Like they're kind of like, I really believe in like energy and stuff like that. So they're almost like taking that energy away. Whereas once two people are so calm, and then I'm the only one that's very nervous. I'm like, yeah. <gasps> like, I'm really feeling, you know. Does it annoy you? It doesn't annoy me. I just feel
0: not understood. So in the first podcast, you started off very antsy. Oh God, and if like you guys
1: watch that nervous. podcast, I don't think you ever have seen me like that because that <laughs> is the unedited version of Natalie's outlet.
0: Yeah. So I was really calm and I'm pretty calm right now. I, I yeah. tend to be calm, but like, did that make you more nervous that I was calm?
1: no it made me more nervous when you were looking at me like why are you nervous like that nervous like, i didn't calm down. say it though you didn't, but like after you've been with someone for a while like you basically speak with your eyes and i could tell yeah. you were like girl calm down like it's fine <laughs> like everything's gonna be okay and i was like oh i don't know what to do i can't barely breathe
0: you know our camera guy that we he was pretty nervous too
1: i know i see and i loved hearing that after so it made me feel more normal but I couldn't tell he was nervous. I mean, he was flexing and looking at his muscles and <laughs> the camera. So I was like, what the heck? Yeah.
0: yeah. I feel like I, I can understand where you're coming from, but I feel like there definitely has to be that one person that's cool, calm and collected and can like kind of guide a little bit.
1: So were you always like that or what made you become like that? That's kind of interesting.
0: I think experience really? doing YouTube. Mm. I sucked at presentations before, honestly. I would go really? up to the front and be like, I would rely on those other people to be calm. Can I tell to you To make something? me calm. So
1: I actually was so afraid of doing presentations. Like it was my biggest fear. Okay. Mm. I had to take medicine for this. I like remember it was so bad. Right.
0: wall, right?
1: Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I had to take that medication. It, it literally helped me get through school because I would not have been able to do it without it. And I even went out of my way to take a virtual, uh, you know, that professional, uh, what do you call it? Everybody has to take this class speech Yeah, where you have to give presentations. Man, was I nervous for that class. So I did a virtual class for speech.
0: You had to record and then you had to show the audience. I remember that.
1: That was freaking. Didn't I, remember, I show up for that? That was really embarrassing <laughs> to be <laughs> honest. Yeah.
0: Speech online.
1: But I've always been kind of scared to like speak in public because yeah. I had this one thing happen to me in sixth grade where I like my body lost control of itself. Yeah. And I was feeling okay when I went up there. But I guess I wasn't really. Why are you laughing?
0: The way you phrase it, it just no, sounds so sexual. I, my body lost control.
1: It did. I started shaking vigorously. Do you know what it's like to be giving a presentation and you're like, wait, why am I shaking like this?
0: Yeah, no, I got you. I lost
1: control. I was having like, I guess a panic attack without actually, it's like my body was nervous from it. Yeah. yeah. And that scarred me because I will never forget everybody looking at me the way that they were. They looked at me like I was an alien. Like a monster like why is she like that they were shocked even the teacher
0: didn't know what to do so how do you feel about this podcast in particular this is our second one feel Mm -hmm. better
1: yeah i think that helped a lot
0: i mean you look like your body's in control like you're not like freaking out
1: exactly i feel a lot better i think it's also the looser clothes i think i felt too constricted
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay well i want to move on from a topic that we talked about in the first podcast We dived a little bit into sexism on YouTube and just to touch base with everyone who did not watch the first episode, because I want you to be up to what the point we're at right now is we talked about our favorite creators and our favorite creators, right? Not all of them are being shown to us. A lot of what we're being shown is what YouTube thinks we want to watch. So that happens to be a lot of males currently Mm -hmm. I would say, like I had mentioned in the previous podcast, that if I were to mention or say, you know, top 20 creators right now, a minority of that would be females, in my opinion. Do you agree?
1: I think when you look at your own homepage, you tend to be recommended things that you've been watching. But when you look at like, let's say when I go to the gym and I'm on the treadmill and it's randomly like I go on YouTube, it's like full on. Yeah. Mr. Beast, you have all of like the guys, right. That are doing very spectacle type content. Yeah. And it's interesting that that's, what's being pushed. Um, I mean, for one, it's, it's kind of generic content in the way that it appeals to a lot of people, right? Like the masses, which is what YouTube wants. But I don't know if that's good for like community per se. Like, I feel like that's why so many people women specifically moved over to other platforms like TikTok and Instagram because a lot of what they wanted to see, which was more like just casual vlogs or sit down, get ready with me's weren't being fed to them anymore. Even I would notice this for myself, from the people that I would follow, like, where are these people? And I would only remember when I would see them on my Instagram because I've been following them. It's like, oh my God, I forgot about so-and-so, you know? And then I check out their YouTube channel. It's like, what? I had no idea they posted. I literally didn't see this on my like home feed or anything like that.
0: So I've been promoted the same creators over and over for a while now. And it's like they're being shoved down my throat consistently. Sure. And I do feel like the few that I do want to launch just aren't being shown to me. And I don't know why. I guess algorithmically it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So the few, let's say you had a creator top of mind right now and you went on YouTube. Do you think the chances that they would be suggested to you or high, or do you feel that like you'd have to search for that person?
1: I literally have to search. And I won't remember that person until I go on Instagram, like I said. Wow. Like, I almost wish I had pushed more of my Instagram to my audience back then. Yeah. Because I feel like it would trigger something in them to be like, oh, Natalie posted. Just because Instagram, for me personally, has become like a part of my day-to-day routine. Yeah. Whereas searching for people on YouTube, that, that's a little more rare, you know? I have to kind of see it pop up in my face.
0: I think so. that's what makes YouTube unique compared to TikTok. Mm-hmm. I personally don't search for people on TikTok ever. It's just strictly sure. for you following. And if anything Likewise. for you, for me would be like 95% of the time. I barely go on following. Whereas on YouTube, you have to make the decision to either search for this person. Or to watch someone. Or what it recommends to you.
1: I will say though, recently my behavior has been changing. I've been searching for people on TikTok.
0: Really? Yes. Yes. Wow. So like, for
1: example, like Monet Michael, I think is her name or Monet Michelle. Yeah. I've been searching for her stuff. Wow. Yes. And that's been shocking for me because it's like, I never used to do that, but I'm intrigued by her life. Yeah. Now I'm like following her on YouTube. I'm following her on Instagram. I'm following her obviously on, on that because she's kind of like my comfort person to watch. Yeah. So I really, I think she does such a fantastic job of connecting with her audience. Like, you know how they say it's like face, you should feel like you're FaceTiming a friend. Yeah. I have a very hard time doing that on my channel. And my friend, Liza cousin, whatever. She's like, how come she's like, I just feel like you need to be less scripted on your main channel. And I'm like, well, it goes back to the whole thing we were talking about in the last episode. Gen Z is so good at that. You know, I've been conditioned to do things in a certain way. Yeah. Matter of fact, when I used to look at other lifestyle YouTubers, I remember that everybody had the same pitch. Like, like, voice tell me it. it's like hey guys welcome to my channel like you know like every lifestyle girl had that pitch why that was the bethany moda pitch like she was the blueprint for lifestyle girls in my opinion
0: you mean like mr is for every guy channel right now.
1: exactly yes, yes yes yeah today we're doing a hundred thousand you know what i mean so the, now, font, the font everything
0: all of it the hook
1: yes which i think Oh, it's so sad and it sucks because I fall into this trap as well. But the thing is I realized when I grew the most is when I was the most unique like version of myself, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Right. Like I wasn't using the same colors as everyone. My background was different. I like you, you need to switch it up and you fall into the trap of doing it. Like everybody else,
0: unfortunately. I mean, people want to follow the, you know, best creator in the trend
1: like now what's the trend for girls 19 year old living in New York City it's like <laughs> fuck I'm 28 I like that's I can't I can't go there yeah you know and also I obviously don't live in New York City like that's appealing that's awesome I even watch that content it's yeah. like fantastic I'm like oh well I'm married I like, <laughs> like I've been through that you know what I mean
0: yeah no I agree I think you know YouTube is going through a moment where everybody's copying Mr. Beast mm. at some point Hopefully, in my opinion, it comes to an end. And then it reaches another point in time where there will have to be a different creator that kind of surfaces. You know, I think that creator for girls surfaced already. And it was Emma Chamberlain for a little bit. Sure. I think she was like that icon that kind of changed and pivoted.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Girl content in general. Right. She did. She pulled people away from lifestyle Hacks, the perfect. Yeah, you know, slime DIY, all that, you know, yeah. jazz. So who's and, next? And then she went left. She she mm-hmm. left like that hole that no one's been able to fill.
1: Do you think no one's been able to fill? I
0: I, I can't say one that. girl like that just kind of stands out to me.
1: Well, no one could be like, like her. The
0: girl. I who, would say who, my
1: my is pretty much killing it. Yeah. Like I feel like she she kind of gives me a little bit of. Her own vibe, which is fun and refreshing, but
0: is YouTube like holding her on a pedestal?
1: I mean, they just brought her in for like a live stream. I think she's pretty up there, yeah,
0: I still feel like Mr. Beast gets held higher than everyone else, yeah, and there's no female equivalent to him. I have to agree with you that. know it feels like it's like ten dudes all at the top, Mr. Who's the boss, and like all this tech world and just all of these guys, and then you just have that random like I justine, right, right. <laughs> like like she's great, you know yeah, and then everyone else. And then like, where is lifestyle? So you mentioned TikTok. Can you explain how lifestyle is thriving on TikTok?
1: In every way. I mean, what used to be doing so well on YouTube, like let's say get ready with me's or let's go shopping at Target or, you know, like the basic things that girls were doing on YouTube. It's not really working on YouTube as well, unless you're like the tried and true. You've been doing that for a very long time. Now it's like all about the storytelling on TikTok. It's exciting. It's fun. It's new. It's new faces, which I think is also very fun. There's been like a whole new crowd of creators. And that was honestly missing. It's like how boring to always see the same like seven, eight lifestyle girls. Like that's boring. You know, it's exciting to see all these new people.
0: It just seems like, you know, again, females left the platform in my opinion. Yeah. Transition to other places. So. Did all those views just kind of leave? Like, I feel like there is a pocket mm-hmm. of views that is missing. That's just kind of disappeared. It's kind of weird, though, because the top girls, I would say, are still getting that million plus per day. Mm-hmm. Right. Views. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, I'd be curious to know what percentage of Mr. Beast views are female. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That just yeah. this is very interesting to me.
1: That is very true.
0: How much does he cater to them? You know, and if like you mentioned, if you go into like incognito mode in Chrome and like just look at what YouTube wants to promote to you, yeah.
1: you'll see a lot of react stuff. So like Sniper Wolf, you'll see a lot of uh Azzy land, you know,
0: I wonder what their percentage of female views is. That's true. I think it's all guys.
1: Yeah, that is interesting too, right?
0: Yeah. I don't know why I feel that.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: So anyways, moving on. <laughs> we're going to go into our first fun segment. Yay. Ask the internet or we have a topic that the internet brought up. Oh yeah. That hit him with that chill music. <laughs> nice. Okay. So Reddit was asked, what are the perks of being single?
1: Oh, okay. And I,
0: I thought that they were all very interesting replies, but I would like to ask you, are there any perks to being single? You know? And have you experienced any before you met me, obviously?
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am a grandma when it comes to, uh, you know, well, like in the tournament, we've been together for a very long time. I haven't been in the g- dating game since forever. So even yesterday when I was at brunch with like my girlfriends, I was like, what? Like, this is how life is now. Like, it's, it's weird today in
0: dating in general. 2022. 2022 is hard. Like
1: what? Like the whole I don't know. It's just it's a little bit weird to me. Um, what are the perks of
0: being single? Single.
1: Well, I mean, there, there, are, there are also perks <laughs> in being a woman. <laughs> like, I feel like, for example, you you go to a club, ladies are free, like yeah. the guys have to pay. True, true. But that's not technically like you know the perks. Um, I, to be honest, I love being in a relationship. I've always been a relationship gal. Like, I have been dating since the age of like thirteen consecutively. And I just like, I don't like being alone. You know, I don't know. That's just not like my vibe. I love being in a relationship. I, so
0: you bounced from boyfriend to boyfriend until you met me. I did. How many yes. boyfriends did you have consecutively before you were with me?
1: Um, I think we've done the math
0: before. <laughs> it's a bunch, right? right? It's like, yeah, six, five, six. I think like or 10. More. No, but I mean, like, but before real you met- boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I probably had one, one real boyfriend before me, before you, like real, you know. Got it. But yeah, Uh, I mean, I think flirting is really fun. I think that's not something I get to do. (laughs) Sometimes I will say I'm still like I've always how do I explain this? I've considered myself a flirtatious person, like by nature. I just think that's like I'm very like friendly and like kind. And I think sometimes that can also be mistaken for flirtingness. But day to day, I like to flirt. So I don't know.
0: I think you're just friendly, <laughs> to be honest with you. So a couple people said, right, that they don't have to run anything by anybody. They just do what they want, right? Okay, interesting. When they're single and they don't have to be like, honey, I'm gonna go to the store, or like whatever. Like they just How do you go.
1: feel like that reflects into our relationship? I think it's like it's, do you feel
0: like you have to ask me for permission? Yeah, like I wanna go to Dunkin' Donuts like, hey, I'm gonna go to Dunkin'. But and I then, won't
1: say no. I feel like you're pretty free-flowing.
0: I think it, it kind of the thing is we work together and that goes into work-life balance. Cause then you're like, you know, you're working like, do you have the time to go? You know?
1: Okay. Here's one thing that I think. Yeah. I think what you wear, some guys are very controlling of what women wear. Really? Yes. Some guys are very, very controlling. I feel like that's one thing that I learned with you. You don't care. Like you're like kind of like wear whatever I want. And sometimes I feel like my outfit is like, let's say, a little too sexy for me. And you're like, no, you look great. You know, like you've never been that kind of guy. That's like, don't wear heels. Don't try to look good. Like there are people like that.
0: I don't impose myself on you is what I feel like. I let you be you and do what you want, you know?
1: But have you heard of the jealous type of people?
0: Who no, like, I haven't.
1: Who like will purposely like want their partner to look bad, gain weight, and like just kind of, have you heard of those kinds of people? I think I
0: have. Yeah, yeah. Now that you mentioned it. Yeah, like it.
1: they're just so insecure. They can't see their significant other looking good because they are cautious that, you know.
0: So do they like <laughs> secretly like shovel more food into their plate so know. that they gain weight? They, and they, do the keep whole, them? they
1: do the whole mean girls thing where they give them those bars that like make you gain weight
0: or whatever. That's messed up. But I think there's a lot of stuff that goes with being single as a guy. Um, You know, I've been gaming a lot. I think, oh, I think you can yeah. do a lot of things without judgment, right? <laughs> There's a lot of judgment that might come along when it comes to relationships. You don't judge me, to be honest. You I, let do, me do, I do judge
1: you. You for, let me do a lot of stuff, though. I judge you for a few things. Tell me. I judge you for staying up late with the guys at yeah. times and not being in bed with mm-hmm. me, spending time. Yeah. I judge you for not cutting your toenails. Like, just cut them. <laughs>
0: Okay. (laughs) Anything else
1: (laughs) that I judge you for? Yeah. Not really.
0: I think judgment is hard, especially if it's coming from someone that loves you. You know? It's so, like, let's say I want to game. I also think about, like, man, she's so alone right now. Like, I. Like you have to always think about like the other person. I do.
1: You don't think of me. I do. believe. No,
0: I do. I do think of you. No, you you don't. Yes, I do. Okay. (laughs) Next person said freedom. You can do whatever you want, when you want, how you want, and i have to answer or explain yourself to anyone compromise or anything. Right. Because it's all down to what you want to do.
1: I don't know. I have to disagree with that. In certain, it depends on the relationship. Yeah, Yeah. Like I genuinely feel like in this relationship, with you, I have a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, but pre-pandemic, I would travel by myself once a year, yeah. right? I would always go on a retreat. You didn't even want to be with me during that time. It was lovely, actually. And it made me miss you more when I came back. So you went with your cousin. I went with my cousin. Yeah. So I always go with like a family member. I'm not going to go with like a
0: random dude. Last time you took your mom to Bali.
1: Less, less, well, actually, I'm I'm curious about that. <laughs>
0: No, you can't take a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be if, if it's, weird. It's cool when it's family because I know that it's like that time uh, that you don't spend with them that you can add on to. Right. You know, uh, I feel like I do spend enough time with you as it is. So, you know, if anything, I can spend time with my parents in that time, you know, which right. is time that I feel like I don't spend with them. Yeah. So it's like a vacation away from each other, which is yeah. very interesting. Um. Which someone said, I take care of myself way better when they're single, oh that they God. spoil them themselves. I always get to pick the TV show or a movie that I want to watch.
1: <laughs> it's wild. I mean, I have to say, I, I'm not in that boat where you, usually whenever I'm like, oh, can we watch this? You're like, yeah, let's watch it. Even though you don't want to, Like mm-hmm. to be honest. I feel mm-hmm. like you always give a little bit more. What was that first one that you said?
0: The uh, I take care of myself way better.
1: I have to agree with that so much. When we were dating, I feel like we got very comfortable with each other. Like we gain weight. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you just also, I don't know, like the way I used to get ready prior to seeing you Mm -hmm. versus now. Mm
0: -hmm. It's
1: so different. Like I used to spray like perfume in every inch of my body. (laughs) Now I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So I feel like that type of things change. And...
0: I wish I wish they didn't as much. I still try my best to look good all the time. Except you don't clip your damn toenails. Okay. You know, maybe we can move past that. It helps the rock climbing. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. uh, what the fuck? And then okay. This is the last one in terms of this topic before we move on. But someone said that the, every every decision that they made was always with a future partner in mind. That's you know? That's true. Um, and that was after a divorce, they said. So I should probably decorate more neutrally around the house just in case that person doesn't vibe with that i should save that vacation concert or event money for someone special
1: oh that's a very sweet person i should
0: definitely drop weight to attract the ideal partner
1: wow i don't know if i would think like that yeah personally i feel like if i was single i would want to be my own individual person without thinking about the future but i can't say that for sure because i'm not in that position, I've always thought it's quite interesting when a couple who um let's say the woman lives by herself and the guy lives by herself and they come together and they bring in all the furniture
0: like Juan and Jennifer are <laughs> yeah. family like, members. how do you mix
1: and match those two aesthetics? That to me is a little bit of like and not everybody has money to like drop money on a wedding, on new furniture, on a house, like getting married is so expensive.
0: You know, I mean one way to like avoid the expenses is to blend in all your furniture together. But at some point I also feel like, well, it also depends on age. Usually if right. they're older, they already have their own furniture and everything. Right. If it's an R kind of way of doing it, because we got married kind of young relatively to but like other you, people. Can you imagine our
1: aesthetic together? Like if you had done your own thing yeah. versus me, look at my thing. My thing is all like, is that Jupiterito?
0: What is he doing oh, here? He wants oh, to be a part of it. Oh, my God. Here, he entered baby. the podcast. I'm
1: here, little baby.
0: What is Come he here? doing here?
1: You guys. Oh, my God. Okay, you <laughs> really. Listen, he does miss me a lot of the time. So if you're not on YouTube watching. The, oh, his butthole. <laughs> better <burst> sit down. Sit <laughs> down, booty. Yeah. You're happy being here? We were just talking about relationships, but you've never had a girlfriend, huh?
0: He needs a girlfriend. He needs a wife. It's kind of lonely, right? Oh,
1: my God. Look at that little fatty. He's so derpy. He's so cute. Okay, I'm officially distracted.
0: All right, now hit me with another song, please, because we're moving to move into <laughs> Jupiter, the next topic. Jupiter's totally blogging your camera. <laughs> Do, show, can you show it? You I love it, Okay, so the next topic, Natalie, is what is your opinion on money can't buy happiness? Money can't buy
1: happiness. Well, go ahead. I definitely feel like, from my personal experience, money has bought me more comfort. Yep. It's brought me more life satisfaction, Mm -hmm. but like Jay-Z says, more money, more problems. (laughs) I cannot lie. I cannot lie. I have never ever in my life. And I think, I don't know. Is it, is it that I'm ungrateful, but I genuinely feel sometimes so stressed out by money Mm. because the thing is with money, and maybe I'm going another direction. I want to know from you. Can money buy happiness? <laughs>
0: uh, first of all, I don't know if it was Jay Z that said that. More money, more problems. Yeah, it's Jay Z. No, I think it was Biggie Smalls. Somebody I quote think, me. Or anyways. It's Jay Z, okay. guys. I think, first of all, I've never been in a position where I don't have enough to like live. Okay. First of all. So I can't say or speak for that, you know.
1: Even though you came from pretty humble beginnings yes. in Rhode Island, which is interesting.
0: I live in, in a really, really, bad area but yeah. my mom was always really good at saving money so right. we never lacked anything okay? okay that's wonderful um i think his breath is gonna eventually get inside of the mic.
1: oh seriously He's we need living. to we need
0: to move him because okay. i can hear it god I, it was this was so cute moving back into it right so i think my, one thing that money can bring about is comfort in, comfort, in terms sure. of relief yep and what i mean by relief is you don't have to worry about rent you don't have to worry about bills you don't have to worry oh come on natalie
1: what i'm sorry (laughs) so cute are you kidding this is
0: i'm sorry i know dennis is so annoyed but i just i love my dog okay i'm gonna take him out i I don't know what to say about that topic anymore honestly like it's just money
1: buy you happiness i mean it actually i think I. it's reported that one one out of every five hurt One out of every five people agree with that statement, that money can buy you happiness.
0: One out of every five. Yes. So what the other four say no. Correct. So a lot of people don't think that money can buy happiness.
1: Right. I mean, again, from my personal experience, thinking back to my life, when I started making money, it was fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It was great, you know, but then what problems arise from that? All of a sudden I have cousins of cousins asking me for money.
0: Cousins of cousins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. of a
1: sudden I have people telling me to bail them out of jail. Like that type of stuff. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like why? So that creates pressure. I remember Oprah Winfrey spoke about this. I love Oprah. Okay. And she was like, um, there came a time where she had to learn how to say no to people who knew that she had money because that's the thing with money is people all of a sudden think you are like overflowing in it. And like for example, in our case, we are good. Like I think we're above well, well off, but it's still not to the point where we can like gift every cousin like, you know, money iPhones. for 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 stuff, <laughs> yeah. which we used to do stuff like that because we felt pressured to do that. I never did. You never did because you never ha- I, I wasn't like the image. Yeah, you're not like that. Yeah, so yeah. then I feel like people wouldn't come to you, but people would oftentimes come to me like can i borrow thousands of money
0: dollars dollars <laughs> thousands of money and okay. i was
1: like uh like actually like debating it
0: no that's wrong i you know it's very weird i saw a tiktok recently about this girl who was going to go to mexico for like a little bit and like she had like cousins that apparently never like talked to her be like prima me puedes traer you know el nuevo iphone because like you know I need it. And can you also bring me this and this and this? And she was like really pissed off. And she was like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't eat a lot of meat or shrimp or this or that because I'm trying to save, you know? Mm -hmm. And then this person comes and asks me for like these things Mm -hmm. and expects me to just give. And then like, I guess she was in an argument with her husband because her husband did want to help them with that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I run into that issue a lot because being a second generation is a second. Shit. I'm first. First.
0: <laughs> first generation.
1: Being a first generation daughter of immigrant parents. I yeah. feel like there's always that pressure to, you know, like Latin families are always like we help each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes in my personal experience that comes with a lot of expectation and pressure. So for me, for example, it was like that case where everybody all of a sudden was like, I was like their solution to everything. Like I was paying for surgeries that I didn't even want to, you know, I was helping people with mortgages and like, I am like working really hard as well. But then you see the other side of the coin, which is, Hey, we do have the luxury to earn a lot more than these people. So it's not to take advantage. It's not to be taken advantage of. And that's where you
0: have to draw the line. I think you have to understand that you're not the person's salvation and it's like, it's like that whole quote, like teach a person how to fish and then like they can like feed themselves for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might drop in and like save them from like some poor situation one time, but then they also might've gotten themselves into the situation. You know, they yeah. don't save like, you know, that in that case, that girl, you know, yeah. they didn't save, they went out, you know, she brought up a really good point as well. And I'm like, her TikTok was great. Like I, it was long and I watched it all. She talked a lot about how they feel like they have an image that they have to show. And so like they oh had God. to go out and do that one thing or take that one vacation to the beach that cost them thousands of dollars to live in the moment as opposed to prepare for later on.
1: So I can't relate to that specifically, but I can relate to this other thing that came to my mind, which is, when I started earning money, there was this expectation around Christmas that I would be gifting people everything that they needed.
0: What? What do you mean? What? Really? You've been
1: a part of this? Yes. No,
0: not to that extent. I didn't. Expe- yes, to ex- that it- everyone expects gifts.
1: Yes, to that extent. What do you mean? Like people are like, I need a new cell phone.
0: That's fucked.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Um. You know. Like just like stuff like that. And it's something that has actually really affected me throughout my, oh, but why are you acting like no, you're No, 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 no.
0: Because you haven't brought it up in like a long time. So well, yeah, no,
1: I've never brought this up ever other than to my life coach.
0: Okay. So you haven't brought it up. So I have the right to be surprised. I brought it up
1: to you. I've never brought it up to like anybody yeah. else. Like the fact that it bothers me when my family asks me for money. Yeah, yeah. it does.
0: Very, very. Because
1: it's been overly abused you yes. know, and they're not small requests anymore. They're like, like life changing type of stuff. And I'm like, I can't, I don't have, like, I can't.
0: Like, how I do people can't. come to Here, you and like let me, even let me do that? Let me give you an example. Yeah. Okay.
1: We had an editor who we worked with for a very long time. Yeah. And after a while he wasn't happy with how much he was making. Yeah. So he did a quick little Google search and he was like, oh, she's making this amount of money. Okay. Came to me that day and he's like, I'm not going to continue working unless you pay me this amount. Okay. Oh my God. I can't do that. Well, why not? It says here that you make this amount of money. That is not how much I make. That is totally skewed. Yeah. You go on social blade. It'll say I make millions upon millions. That is not true. I don't make millions upon millions. Not, not like it's just everything is ever changing. And so when people come to you with those wild requests based off of what they've seen, It's a, it's disrespectful for me.
0: I think, you know, whenever I watch like, you know, funny, like rap videos and like stuff like that, like they have like their crew, you know, like the rapper has the crew that's always following them around Yeah, and they're like, Oh, like I pulled my hood out of like poverty and like you, the guy's like on a private jet, like Drake with like surrounded by like 20 guys. Right. Mm. And like, they all expect him to pay for everything. You but really then, think one of those guys going to pull his hand in his pocket and like pay for like a martini? Like, no, he expects yeah. everything. So
1: that's a hard one to say, like who deserves to, to do what? Because also like these guys wouldn't be in a big ass jet. Like, why would they pay for that? They don't have the means to do that. Yeah. So I do think that's interesting. Like having like that group of people who you kind of support. Yeah. That was me for a very long time too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Explain.
1: I would hire people that didn't have the qualifications to be hired because my family would pressure me to hire them. Yeah. And then it was like me literally like training doing their work. and doing their work. And it was just, it wasn't good. Yeah. And like overly paying and
0: just helping. <laughs> yeah. It's helping. How do
1: we get into this money conversation? It's, it's
0: yeah, no, it's the money buying you happiness yeah. and it leads like when you have more money, there is more problems that go along with it, including taxes and, you know, other stuff.
1: if you miss, how do you, how do you say this? Um, like if you start to live above your mean, which can happen very easily, you know, like mm-hmm. I feel like it's exciting to first get money and you're like, I'm going to blow this on a car. I'm going to blow this on this. But really it's like the people that have longevity know that there's sustainability in the way that you spend your money and you should always try and just reinvest it back in, whether that's to be employees or to like equipment, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Someone put a funny comment and they put, have you ever seen a sad person on a jet ski? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Deep within, they might be sad. You never know. My mom, she's been in Columbia for a while and she's yeah. living her life. Okay. They are living it up. They're like in Medellin having a great time. Yeah. And she's like, man why can't life always be like this, (laughs) like where I'm relaxed, I'm eating good. And I was like, I don't know. It makes me realize that like, you do need those hard days at times to realize that like what you have in front of you is just good enough. You know, sometimes for example, like even like, I appreciate that you always think on the bright side and you're like, our life is great. Look, we get to wake up every morning. We get to like eat together, this and that. While sometimes I can see past that and be like, Oh my god! But look at all these problems. Look at what's going on. Like, how am I going to do this today, tomorrow? Blah blah blah. So, I, I do think sometimes you need those hard days.
0: I remember when I used to go to school and take really hard exams. I would tell you, like, hey, at the end of the day, I still have you. Yeah. Like, sometimes, man, I would study so much for those exams. College was such a difficult experience for me. Yeah. And you know, biomed is very difficult. But at the end of the day, I always knew I had you, you know. And so, so stressful. I always use that as like a, cr- a crutch for myself. Yeah. Like, damn, if I fail, like, but um. Now
1: I use that as a crutch.
0: I'm like, at the end of the day, I still have you. Now you hit me with a song, please. We're moving into the next segment. Not another song. Different song. Different song. Yeah, that's the <laughs> one. So I recently stumbled upon a really interesting video where a bully stole a kid's phone and that kid's brother shows up and beats up the bully you know and it's pretty wild to me like first of all phones Mm -hmm. like getting stolen and like that wasn't an issue when i was in school you know like whatever technology but you know did you ever have an experience where you had to stand up for angelica or For a family member where you had to be that voice that kind of, you know, imposed protection.
1: Fuck, I feel like that really just like it. I don't know if it triggers something in me, but I feel immediately like a mama bear, (laughs) like protecting my family and protecting. So this does not compare at all to anything. But I was just remembering the first mean comment I ever got. It wasn't about me. Mm-hmm. It was about my sister. And the thing is, I had forced her to film this video with me. Yeah. So you can imagine my mom's like reading the comments. She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe Angelica did a video with you. And she comes across this comment. And so the comment was something about how like my sister was so hairy. The fact that Angelica <laughs> didn't shave her arm. And yeah. Angelica's always been a little bit on the hairier side. And the comment said something along the lines of like a gorilla, like fucking ugly, like just a bunch, you know, things that, like imagine your first time on the Internet and that's the comment you get. I was so offended for her, for her, for her. I think I replied back to that comment. Wow. Which is not something I typically do. And my mom saw it and she was hurt by that comment because it was like the first time, you know, like no one's going to say that to a mom. Like to her face, (laughs) but like seeing that she was like, what? Like people think this of her, you know, like she's my beautiful daughter, like whatever. So it was that time where she felt like she couldn't protect her. And I can't remember if I blocked that person, if I replied back, but I definitely felt very defensive and defenseless because I was like, this isn't even about me. And I brought her into this. You know what I mean?
0: Did you ever experience any bullying yourself?
1: Um... Yes, I did. <laughs> Are we getting into that?
0: How did you deal with it? It wasn't good. Bef- before we move into this, um, usually when you do a lot of Q&As, a lot of people do ask about bullies. How do you deal with a bully? How do you, you know, mm-hmm. confront a bully? I don't think we've ever really touched on the topic. I feel like it is touchy. So, I mean, yeah. if, if if it's something you don't want to talk about. But I do think it's important to talk about... Life experiences, right? Yes. So maybe you can talk about how you dealt with your own bullies.
1: I didn't deal with them very well. I didn't. Tell me about it. Because I was very young. So this was sixth grade. I had just moved from Chicago to Florida. Mm-hmm. And I, I do of want to talk about this because it involves a family member. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, why didn't I deal with this very well? Because I didn't stand up for myself. And I almost felt like I should take that type of like, like degrading, like responses and stuff like that. Yeah, and I belittled myself by allowing those people to talk down on me.
0: You know, I experienced a lot of bullying when I was younger, but in a different way. They weren't like directly mean to me, but they were friends that were bullies. Oh, shit. and it kind of hurts That's because worse. they're like. The, the kid that steals your Pokemon cards and you know that they stole them, <laughs> but you still want them to be around because they're your friends. So you don't say anything. You know, uh-huh. it's kind of that weird I- kind of bullying that's not like directly offending you through words or through like punching or anything violent. Yeah. But you know that people are doing wrong stuff to you. or things Okay, you that know aren't what? Nice.
1: Fuck it. I'm just going to say <laughs> my <laughs> experience. So I have always had an issue with a particular family member. Okay. For some reason, me and this person, we just don't get along. There's always been a sense of disrespect and always putting me down. And other people have seen that. And it's not just in my head because it's been like, I've been protected from others from this mm. person. So I was talking to this guy. Um, this was when I was 15. Yeah. I, it was like my first like crush where I really felt like, oh my God, I'm connecting with someone. Right. This guy took me to Chipotle. Like I I just, it's those little moments, you know, that you start to make up as like a young teen. Yep. And maybe like a little bit into our conversation, I realized that this particular family member has invited this person, him, to her birthday party. So now we know she's a girl. (laughs) Let me not expose her name. And basically, um, she doesn't invite me. Now I'm her family member. So everybody in the family was invited except for me. And she invited the guy that I liked that she knew that we were talking that we were a thing. Yeah. A few weeks after the guy stops talking to me like out of nowhere. Mm. Okay. Then it's my 15. This motherfucker's at my 15.
0: What's he doing there?
1: I never invited him. He's with her.
0: Oh shit.
1: Now, luckily I had already cried about him, which I feel so bad for my little 15 year old self. Like if I could hug her, I'm like, he's not worth it. Why were you crying over this guy? Whatever. Yeah. I just couldn't believe she brought him to my 15th party. Like, first of all, who invited him? Second of all, that's a bad look for you. So I literally like, that was the moment where I was like, and I danced and I had so much from my back 50. I didn't even notice he was there. I honestly didn't even acknowledge him, but I just was like, that is so rude.
0: You know, there are people like that in the world, you know, that there's just people that want out of spite.
1: Yeah. And I don't know, like I could ne- I really could never be that type of person yeah. where like wants to see other people purposely. All like that.
0: You know, that gives me a lot of anger internally for you, <laughs> honestly. Um, and and Cause you know, you're so
1: vulnerable as a 15 year old. Like I'm happy that I just turned around. And I was like, whatever.
0: You know, it's a lot of emotional battles and emotional yes. traumas. And when it attacks you mentally. Yes. It hurts more than physically. Yes. You know, like I told you, like I went through a lot of mental bullying on purpose Mm -hmm. to keep people around that I thought were friendly that Mm. honestly weren't, Um, I would notice my video games are gone at my house. You know,
1: that's honestly like such a distress. Like I would almost feel vandal kids are assholes. Yeah. To like have things stolen from you. Like that's like from your own house. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. From
0: friends that go over that you think are friends that I honestly, obviously aren't friends So why did not you
1: ever say anything?
0: (laughs) Um, confrontation is a big thing. Right. I don't like confronting people, which
1: is when I go back to even the whole-
0: now I don't confront you when it comes to fights. Lots of times. But I don't steal stuff from you. Not if, not in terms of stealing, but like I'm saying, like when we have an issue, I don't, I'm not just, I'm not confrontational. Yeah. I have moments where I've exploded and yeah. I think it's a buildup of lack of confrontation. <laughs> it's weird, <laughs> but I haven't exploded on you. I've had situations in life where I just go ballistic. Like it's weird. I've only mm-hmm. had like three or four situations like that ever. Yeah. Um, But in general, lack of, you know, confrontation, bullies take advantage of that. They, they take advantage of the moment. It really is a
1: skill to own up to how you feel. Like if something makes you uncomfortable and going up to the person and being like, Hey, you are pushing past this boundary. Like stop, you know, it really is. And I do feel like it's important. If I could go back in time and do that to, you know, like the girls, like they would have been like weak in the knees. Cause they would have been like, how is she like standing up But the for thing me? is, you
0: know how to do deal with it now. But well, you that's what I'm
1: saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is it's things that you do have to eventually build character up around and confront people if they make you feel a certain way. Yeah. Because people will take advantage of you.
0: What, how would you feel as a child if you were bullied by an adult? That's a oh, totally different God. situation.
1: That is probably the worst thing that could happen to a kid. Why? Because like you trust, like, you know, you want to try and be trusting of adults. But that's another thing. I've been seeing that a lot around TikTok. I get a lot of like parental TikToks for some reason. (laughs) And so certain things that I have come across is like parents teaching their kids to consent for themselves. So for example, like don't let everyone kiss you on your cheek. You don't want that. Don't do that. You Mm -hmm. know, who hasn't had that creepy uncle who was a little too close for comfort? Like, yeah, you know, and Parents think that oh they're the adult they're just being friendly like no I I I I'm gonna be someone that I'm really gonna be there like for my kid like if they feel a little bit odd or if they feel like they don't want to consent to hug someone to kiss someone or anything like that I'm gonna teach them not to kiss anyone like on their lips I'm gonna teach them they're like don't let people touch you in inappropriate areas stuff like that
0: that's tough I think so when I was younger and I think I had told you about this story before but um, when I was in school. I would always do really well. Like I've obviously always had A's in class and like I was doing honors and AP and whatever, but there was this one teacher that just did not like me and you can tell, right? So when you feel bullying from someone with authority or an adult, it's much worse because then you're in a position where a people won't believe you, right? Even though you know that they are doing the wrong Mm -hmm. and B you have to deal with it in a different situ in a different way than with like a normal bully. Right. So right. in this particular case, this teacher just did not enjoy my company at all. <laughs> I could just feel it. And a lot of the things that she would do to me, like it just felt like bullying.
1: This actually reminds me of something really terrible that happened at my high school. It's crazy. This was uh, TV productions. Right. It was like an elective, super fun. We had an amazing teacher. um, And I remember a lot of the girls would tell me, oh, my God, Mr. So and so just looks at me a little bit weird. You know, he's a little touchy.
0: Right, this is going in a different direction than bullying. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you were t- <laughs> <laughs> this is going in the weird area. <laughs>
1: should I should I not go there? I just feel like you, you probably, Okay, first authority. of all, I'm sorry. Okay,
0: I'm going to continue with my own story because you oh, like jumped okay. in with like yours. Sorry about that. So in my case, this teacher didn't like me. No matter how much effort I would put into the class, I would fail. It was, I would just consistently fail everything in the class. I'd consistently get Fs and Ds.
1: I still don't understand that, and I don't understand why a parent wouldn't intervene in something like that. If you clearly were doing the work, my
0: parent doesn't speak English, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the teacher just didn't feel like I was up to par with like, I guess the other students, even though I was getting A's in other classes, Mm -hmm. but my moment of triumph was parent teacher conference. Okay. So in parent teacher conferences, they line up teachers, obviously back when I was in middle school Mm -hmm. and they would line them up, all five teachers. And then you walk in with your parent, right? So I walked in with my mom and I told my mom prior to going in because I had a really good, you know, relationship with my mom. And I said, hey, I have a really bad teacher that's not going to like me. She's going to talk only bad things about me. But I just want you to know that they're all lies. They're not they're not true. Right. So we walk into the parent teacher conference. And so <laughs> what happened was we walk in. Yeah. And I have one teacher say, oh, he's a great student. One of the best I ever, I've had like in a long time. Two, three, four, all teachers say that. And then the last teacher was the one that didn't like me. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, she was like dumb, dumbstruck. She yeah. was like, couldn't believe that all these other teachers were like so adamant that I was a good student. And she started going off saying I'm horrible. Like at that point in time in school, I wasn't even handing in assignments anymore for her, particularly. Yeah. Because I was just going to fail. Right. Mm-hmm. So she had a lot of negative stuff to talk about me. And, you know, it was nice to see that she was the odd one out. And she did what she said about me didn't reflect how I am. So
1: did you ever get to the bottom of it?
0: No, I failed it. I failed it.
1: See, so I don't understand that.
0: I failed it. And like, uh, it sucks because ultimately bullying, I guess, won. Mm. But it didn't, I didn't let it impact me and my emotions internally. I mean, I'm still talking about it, I guess. It yeah, did it still does me.
1: affect you. Yeah. yeah, I definitely think there's a lot of that that sticks with us.
0: But I think I'm more proud of the way I dealt with it. You know, even though it was like in a weird way. So in, this, in the case of the bully stealing the phone. Okay. A phone now is precious oh to God, a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. You know, it's, it's your diary. Yep. It holds everything right of you, of your personality, of everything. A lot of schools yeah. are taking kids' phones.
1: Oh, God, that sucks.
0: And they're starting to put them inside of this little sock thing. Device oh my God. I hate that. That locks it away for I the whole day. I hate that. I saw a TikTok of a couple of kids like decorating it.
1: I literally hate that.
0: Right. So much. How do you feel about that?
1: I feel like, first of all, I'm afraid of what they're doing with that. Like maybe. maybe no, a, the student keeps it. Oh, the student gets to keep it. They just I walk around I still hate it. that. This is why. Nowadays, with all of the crazy things that are happening in schools, specifically shootings, right? I would feel so unsafe having the one thing that will connect me to the outside world being taken away from me. I never thought about it. I don't think that's fair. Like, and I also think that, I don't know, as a girl personally speaking, like my phone makes me feel safe. And if I were going to like the bathroom, I don't know. I just, I would want to keep that. Like I came to school with it. Why not? You know, I understand if it's, if it's like a disruption in class, like, yeah, put it away. But like at the end of the day, like it's their personal belongings. I don't think that should be taken away.
0: We grew up with enough internet and enough not internet to be disconnected, but connect whenever we wanted to.
1: True. I feel. It was the prime time. So
0: I would leave school and I'd get no emails from teachers because emails wasn't like a thing where they would connect you with. right. No,
1: to get an email from a teacher after school hours. Like that should be a boundary in itself. (laughs) I don't want you connecting with me.
0: They wouldn't say, oh, there's homework. Like, that's it. there's no homework
1: but now it's like oh it's 459 the email sends a student or the email sends a student the teacher sends an email to the student hey guys forgot to tell you about this make sure you bring it in two days
0: we're just so connected now
1: way too connected
0: right i despise it and like our devices are like the conduits to connecting Mm -hmm. right social media and like followers for kids and like how many followers you have i haven't experienced it i have no kids so i don't know how important that is for a lot of people like followers and like social circles instead of high schools currently and middle schools or whatever. I was, just, I'm just really glad that you and I grew up in the period of time that we did.
1: Me too. I'm also happy. I'm not experiencing dating nowadays. Oh, I don't know what that would be like. I feel like that is like, <laughs> wait, 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 I don't know how to express was it this in This
0: Podcast that we were talking about your friends and dating, or was that in the past and last one? The last one. I want to talk about dating now that you mentioned it, right? right. You, we never used Tinder or Bumble no. or any of those like online dating services. The most
1: that I used was MySpace, AOL messaging.
0: Those were the days.
1: Those were the days. Instant
0: messaging, away messages.
1: <laughs> Honestly, it was kind of romantic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, I it
1: was. It's like, oh, your, your crush hops on dating. <gasps> Oh my God, so-and-so is on. And then you're talking to your other crush. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we never experienced any of that.
1: I never experienced like the swipe being like, oh, she's ugly. Like right off the bat, like, oh, she doesn't have something that, you know, like a visual eye. Yeah. I guess it was more face-to-face. I, I
0: assume. I mean, I don't know. I never hopped into anyone's DMs or slid into anybody's DMs. I never like experienced any you of know, that. You remember when- Tell me.
1: Hila and Ethan did that video
0: of like creating an, an, uh, a Tinder. <laughs> I feel like we should do that and see who we get matched with. Oh my God. I don't, <laughs> that'd be wild. I have, I've never, I, I didn't know you have to pay for Tinder.
1: You have to pay for Tinder?
0: I've heard that you have to pay for like a certain amount of swipes or maybe if it's like oh you're a God. guy or if it's a girl, it's different. That's kind of messed up too, though. If it was like that. Is that true? Is that true that
1: Oh, hell no. So So there's
0: different tiers in terms of liking, swiping. So
1: it's expensive. Let's just say that. I'd rather be single and spend my money (laughs) on other stuff. Thank you.
0: Dating, online dating is weird.
1: Yeah. No, I'm, I don't know. Yesterday, for example, when I went out with the girls, right? Both my ladies are single. Yeah. So I get a very different perspective on all this. Yep. And they wanted to sit at the bar. And I'm like, all right. I mean, sure. And it's just kind of funny because the energy at the bar is so different than the energy when you're seated.
0: I've never sat at a bar. I mean. Can you believe that?
1: Everybody's kind of looking at each other. Sometimes. You know.
0: Wait, what?
1: You'll buy someone a drink. Yeah. Like that's happened.
0: Go go it. yeah.
1: Yeah. These girls will be like like that. And the guy will like come over for a little bit. Get they you know, yeah, this okay. happened before.
0: These girls are flirting. I feel like an alien here. <laughs> I've never okay. First of all, I gotta say, I don't drink. Yeah. Right. This is for like the podcast people. I don't drink. It's not like my prerogative. It's th- like not something I do. I
1: think that's when the um
0: the Raring. ring
1: comes in handy. Okay. Yeah. So when I was out with my girls, it was a bunch of us, right? All of a sudden you start to feel like warmth. <laughs> around you <laughs> and I'm like eating, you know, whatever. And uh, Alpa, my friend, she was making googly eyes at the guys at the bar. They're yeah. slowly walking over, making conversation. And this is
0: random dudes. Okay. Just random. Yeah, yeah,
1: They start making, you know, casual talk. And, um, yeah, I just, I remember that, um, Alpa was like, oh, she's taken, she's taken. And so then they start, <laughs>
0: What the fuck? (laughs) But I wasn't wearing my (laughs)
1: ring. And I do feel like this is like, this isn't my ring, by the way. But I do feel like it is kind of an indication of like, oh, you're approachable or you're not approachable type of thing.
0: You know? That's very weird. So being
1: at the bar with the girls is an interesting experience in itself.
0: There's a lot of experiences that I feel like you and I never experienced. Together? Because we were together at such a young age, like the online dating. Yeah. like Or like bars. Yeah. Like dating at bars.
1: Or like one night stands
0: like speed dating
1: speed dating that There's sounds kind of, of fun to be honest speed dating yeah i feel like let's just get it in and out like do i like you No. like like i feel like once you're at that age like my friends for example
0: oh, you want to speed date right now
1: i mean i have already dated you
0: no but like 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 that's, learn about each other
1: that's very interesting i don't like i'm almost curious shake my hand so this is what it would be like,
0: I guess. Or like, right. OK, we just sat. OK, All so right. we have two minutes to like discuss. OK,
1: I don't I wouldn't do a handshake. OK,
0: no, but let, we're at a speed date. So is would, that not what you're supposed to do? If
1: you give me a handshake, I'm like, he's a little business. Like I would kind of want like okay. lean in for a hug okay. or something. But okay. fine, we'll do no the handshake. A
0: handshake. OK, Hi, how are you? Hey, Good what's up? You. How are you?
1: Good. So what leads
0: you here? You know, I'm so lonely. Life has been a drag recently and I want to meet that person that can complete me. And you know I ended up here and yeah. Oh,
1: why why do you think you're single?
0: You know, I think I just haven't found the right person for me yet.
1: Have you had girlfriends before?
0: Um, you know, I like to save myself, you know. Okay. Number 1 for me is the Lord.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Um and then and then I'm tr- yeah, I'm trying to find that number 2.
1: Oh, when was your last relationship?
0: My last relationship, you know. Uh, I've never had a girlfriend before. Okay. Uh, like I said, I'm very focused on the Lord, but okay. other than the Lord, I'm, <laughs> Why? I'm, I'm focused on uh, education and schools.
1: To be honest, if you had like breaking the baby, <laughs> I No,
0: no, no. I'm just messing with you. I no, just no, having no. fun.
1: I was going to say, if you had come in being like, I'm lonely. I know. I know. And it's a drag. I fucked
0: it all right the I would have been yeah.
1: like, mm, maybe not the best, like that's half empty kind of guy.
0: Okay. How, let's say you had to introduce yourself. So I would just mess around though. Yeah. Let's say you had to really, really for real introduce yourself. How would you introduce yourself?
1: I honestly, I wouldn't introduce myself. I would talk very little. I would want to know more about you. I would ask more questions about you and I would try to find common ground. So like, Oh, I love your hat. Uh, Supreme. Do you love fashion or stuff like that? Like usually a lot of very, you know, you guys are into and then i'd
0: probably say yeah i'm super into fashion and i enjoy it yeah
1: that's awesome what are your other hobbies that you have
0: what other hobbies do i have i love building computers
1: oh my god that's so interesting
0: yeah i like gaming do you like building computers or gaming or anything related
1: no i've never done any of that to be honest
0: oh what are your hobbies then? (laughs) what do you enjoy i
1: really love to rock climb oh really super fun yeah it's very like active and very like mentally stimulating oh would you ever
0: want to go yeah, I've actually rock climbed before. Oh, have you? But I'm injured right now, so I haven't oh, been I'm able to rock that. climb in a while.
1: What do you, what, what happened?
0: You know, I had a meniscus surgery and oh then gosh. since then I just haven't been able to run.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you look very
0: strong. Oh, thank fit. you. I work a lot of upper body and yeah, oh, lots of weights.
1: I can tell. Oh, uh, awesome. thank you. That's very yeah. nice.
0: You want to like, you know, blow this popsicle stand.
1: No. <laughs> I'm gonna see who's next. <laughs> Who else is out there? <laughs> so good meeting you. Oh my God. It was very nice. It was a pleasure. Meeting.
0: I hope she calls me back. <laughs> what was that one episode when that show on Netflix that we watched? It was like the
1: love is people mine. on the spectrum. Oh, oh, I love that show. Love on the
0: spectrum, yeah. Love on the spectrum. And they you did know. a lot of speed dating and it was like it, it was, was funny. So cute. All right. So that concludes episode two of Natalie dennis <laughs> show podcast you <Podcast. laughs> should sure rate like subscribe and comment depending on where you're watching us or listening to us and, we appreciate you being here
1: yeah and definitely check us out on tiktok and instagram if you want to connect send us questions at natalie and dennis show
0: we'll be sure to Create content just for that, right? We're going to make some stuff for that. All right.
1: It was lovely hanging out with you guys and we'll see you in the next one. Listen to us and check
0: us out next Friday. Every Friday we'll be posting. Be attentive. Outro music, please. Maestro.